Thanks for checking out Church on the Rock's message this week. We would love to help you take your next step in knowing God better. The best way to do that is visit cotr.org slash next steps. Or if you're not near our physical campus, visit our online community at cotr.org slash online. Enjoy the message and know that God is for you. So open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 13. We're in a series on it is the season for miracles. And our first weekend, we told the Christmas story, the lighting of the tree that Sunday night. That was cool. And we went through the Christmas story and we said that's the greatest miracle that could ever happen. The virgin birth, the virgin birth, the incarnation means, you know, to become flesh, the incarnation of God leaving heaven and coming to earth and taking on the form and the fashion of a man, the incarnation. And then after that came for Jesus, the crucifixion, right? And then after that came, hallelujah, the resurrection. So we had the incarnation. I'm giving you the, the gospel story. It all started at Christmas incarnation, crucifixion. He went to the cross for you and me. Pastor Kim talked about that. And then the resurrection, the Beatles were wrong. And I'm a Beatles fan. Anybody know who the Beatles were? I'm a Beatles fan. I'm of that era, but they were wrong. They got up and said, God is dead. You remember that? Some of you old timers, the Beatles said God is dead. Well, a lot of them are and God's still alive, right? So the resurrection and then what follows the resurrection? Salvation, salvation, redemption, salvation. And what follows salvation? Christianity. There's no Christianity without Christmas. There's no Christianity. Uh, there's no church, the real church, without Christmas. So we launched this series on miracles uh, on the Christmas story. If you haven't been with us, go to our website. It's free. Download the series on Tis the season for miracles. And then under that is our subheading. There's a miracle in your mouth. There's a miracle in your mouth. If you're a note taker, I'd write this down. I'm going to share with you today how to get a miracle, right? We all need miracles. If you don't need a miracle, you're lying. You're frying. Amen. We all need miracles. And so miracles say, Pastor, I don't. You will. You live long enough. You'll need a miracle. Last week, I told you of the miracle that God had given uh, us in college about how we got to go that last year that it was paid for and how our school debt was canceled. We had a student loan. And I told you, well, Kim and I, we needed a miracle because we were youth pastors and we weren't making much money when we got out of Bible school, college. And then I told you other miracles that have happened physically for me where I needed a miracle. I've told you the miracle of Kim uh, when she needed a miracle physically. I serve, you serve, we serve at Church on the Rock, a God of miracles, right? We believe that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And miracles didn't die away with the apostles. Amen. So, so we're talking about miracles and how to get a miracle. You'll need a miracle if you don't today. And so you start with your mouth. If you're a note taker, number one, your mouth. And then it goes to your mind. My mouth, my mind, my miracle. Your miracle starts in your mouth. There's a miracle in your mouth. 
Turn to somebody and tell them that there's a miracle in your mouth. Because your miracle starts with your mouth. Pastor, I'm new to this. You know, you sound kind of weird. We're visiting during the holidays. Give me some Bible reference. Well, you couldn't get saved without your mouth. You couldn't get born again without your mouth. The Bible says you have to say with your mouth and believe with your heart unto salvation. So the next greatest miracle that can ever happen is the new birth is when you and I get born again. It's when we surrender our heart to Christ and become a Christ follower. That's the greatest miracle outside the virgin birth. So the greatest miracle, and, and then we see the next greatest miracle is the new birth. You can't get saved without using your mouth. It begins with your mouth, and then it gets to your heart. Wow. So really, we found out last weekend that your miracle is only 18 inches away. You say, what are you talking about? Well, I measured it. Now, it may be closer for you. I took a measuring ruler from my mouth to my heart down here. It was 18 inches. So it starts in your mouth. It gets in your mind. And then it got to get from your mind in your heart or your spirit. So you got to move it from your head to your heart, what you believe. Believing is not enough. Devils believe and tremble. The book of James says, Demons believe and tremble. You got to get it from just mental assent. What's that? I know that. I was raised in church. I've heard that before. Yeah, I believe. Well, how come you don't got your miracle today? How's that working for you? It's not. I'm showing you why it's not. You got to get it from mental assent. You got to get it from knowing it. You got to get it from your head into your heart because you and I don't believe with our head. We believe with our heart. We don't believe with our head. We believe with our heart. We don't believe with our, we believe with our, and it gets from your head to your heart with your big fat mouth. To quote Joyce Myers, right? Your big fat mouth. She's got a book called Big Fat Mouth. It gets from your head to your heart with your big fat mouth. Your mouth gets you into trouble and your mouth gets you out of trouble, right? Death or life are in the power of the tongue. We're creating death or we're creating life with our mouth and with our words. We found out last weekend, am I going too fast for you? We found out last weekend that when you do devil talk, you attract the devil and demons. What's that? Talking like the world. Defeat, despair, depression, lack, all of the above. When you're talking like the world is talking negative, cynical, sarcastic, anti-Christ, anti-God. When you talk devil talk, you bring the devil on the scene. But when you talk God talk, you bring God on the scene. You bring a miracle working God on the scene with your mouth. Oh, I like it. I like it. So it starts with your mouth goes to your mind, and then you get your miracle when it gets in your heart and your spirit. You with me? Okay. So now go to Hebrews chapter 13. So that's the principle. That's the principle. The problem is you and I need a miracle, physical, mental, spiritual, marital, parenting, job, career, torment, anguish, you know, mental illness, whatever it needs. We need a miracle. So how would he solve that 
is we go to the Word of God and find out from God's Word how to get a miracle, right? And you get your miracle, the process begins with your words, vocabulary, declaration, affirmation, big fat mouth, your tongue. You're either hung by your tongue or you're receiving God's best with your tongue, okay? So let's look at it, Hebrews 13, 5. Now, if you're new to our church, we welcome you, but we are a teaching church. We are a teaching church, right? Emotions are great, and I love them, but they're not going to help me out Tuesday afternoon when I'm fighting the devil. I need some word to stand upon, okay? The chicken walk, the dude dads help me on Sunday, but it doesn't help me on Monday. I grew up, and I was, I was told what to do in the church, but I was never taught how to do it. I was always told what to do, but I was never taught how to do it. We teach you how at Church on the Rock. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Notice we, we extracted the phrase, we're a learning church, for he has said. We need to know what God has said and what God has said has been recorded and written down in the Bible. So we need to know our Bible. So we need to continue and start anew. I'm done with a one-year Bible. I'm, I went ahead. I'm a stinker, aren't I? And I'm all set and ready to go January 1 next year again as we go through the one-year Bible together. Because how can you agree with God if you don't know what he said? How can you know his will for your life if you don't know what he said? And we don't go to the world to find out what he said. We go to the Word, the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, to find out what he said. So, for he has said, I will never leave thee or forsake thee, verse 6. He has said, so I might boldly say. So we extracted that. He has said, so I can say. He has said, so I can say. I need to know the promises he has said, so I can say them too. I need to agree with what he has said, and I need to say it with my own mouth. It's not faith till you say it. It's not faith till you speak it. So I need to know, God, what have you said? And then I need to quote him. Then I, I need to memorize it, and I, I need to remember it. And when I'm in trouble, I need to speak it. What has God said? Not what the doctor or the lawyer, uh, not what, you know, my boss or, or my ex, or not what the neighbor said, but what has he said so I can boldly say? What has he said so I can boldly say? What he said has power in it. You, you know this book is like no other book. It's anointed. The DNA of God. The DNA of God. I'll say it again. The DNA of God is in this book. And it's more powerful than any of the book. So when I put this book in my mouth, I release God's power. When I put this book in my mouth, I release God's power. When I'm speaking what he has said, I'm releasing his power. When I say what God has said, I'm releasing the power, the miracle working power into my life. But I can't just say it flippantly. I can't just say it religiously. I have to say it boldly. I can't just say it flippantly. I can't just say it religiously. I have to say it boldly. Uh, what he has said, so I can say 
boldly, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what Pastor Kim said, the future. I will not fear 2023. I will not fear what man will do unto me. Now, I want to extract another revelation. Can I? Yes. Notice that what you're saying is connected to what you're fearing. He has said, so I can say, so I will not fear. He has said, so I can say what he has said, so I can get rid of fear. Fear is connected to what you're saying. What does that mean? If you're full of fear and worry and anxiety, it's connected to what you've been saying. You have been echoing the world. You have been mimicking what's on ABC, CBS, what's on, uh, what's on TikTok, which is about to go out, what's on Facebook, what's on the Internet, what your friends are saying, your foes are saying, and you've been echoing what they're saying, and that's why you're full of fear, because the world is full of fear. Notice, if I say boldly what he has said, it removes fear of death, fear of sickness, fear of lack, fear of not enough, fear of terrorism, fear of water, fear of traveling, fear of flying, fear of giving. It removes fear from my life. Somebody should shout on that right there. Say it with me. What he has said... So I can say and get rid of all fear in my life. That was worth coming to church on the holidays. Right there. Right there. Do y'all see it? You everybody see it? Let's go back to verse five. Let's break it down. It says, he said, I will never. He said, he has said, Lord, I want to know what you have said over my day today. Over the holidays, over the future. God, what have you said about my future? What have you said about my health, my marriage, my parenting, my kids, my rugrats, cookie climbers, cookie crumblers, curtain climbers, my little angels? You don't get it. Your kids. Okay? So what have you said? I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. So when you find out what he has said and you said, it removes loneliness out of your life. Do, do you all see that? Another revelation. For, for he has said, I will never leave you, no matter what dumb things we do. And I do a lot of them. Ask, don't ask Pastor Kim. But, but I, I, he has said, so I can say, God, you're never going to leave me. You're never going to forsake me. Listen to me. God never gives up on you. God never gives up on you. We have another campus. Did you know it's called the Metaverse Campus? The Metaverse Campus. We're into the Metaverse. And Church on the Rock is there. We have two services a week. Well, last night, again, we hit another record in attendance in the Metaverse. We're like one or two top in the whole nation in the Metaverse church world. I don't know if you know that or not. And one of the people, they come from all over the world, and one of the people said, I keep coming back because every time I come to the Metaverse Church, at Church on the Rock, I get hope. God will never give up on you. You might give up on yourself. Your family might give up on you. But God will never give up on you. Knowing what God has said and saying it conquers loneliness in my life. And then verse 6, it conquers fear in my life. If I'm having a bad problem with fear, 
I need to change the way I'm talking. I need to manage my mouth. Your mouth determines your emotions. Your mouth determines your emotions. I hope I'm helping somebody here today. Can you help me somebody with an amen? Your mouth is connected to your emotions. Your mouth is connected to your feelings. Did you know that? So notice he said, so I can boldly say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man will do unto me. So if I find out what God has said and I start saying it, I'll get my miracle. Because it starts in my mouth, it goes to my mind, it gets in my heart, and I get my miracle. Say it with me. My mouth, my mind, my miracle. Oh, can you give the Lord a big praise for the word today? Come on, let's thank God for the word today. All right, Romans chapter 10. Let's go a little farther. Sure do love y'all. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in your mouth. Where should the word, the Bible, the good book, the black book, where should it be? Not on our coffee table. Not in the back window of the car. Uh, not, not, you know, back in the closet somewhere. It should be in your mouth. The word doesn't work until you get it in your mouth. Some people don't get that. Religious people can't understand that. You do understand. Most religious people don't agree with what I'm teaching you on miracles because it puts the responsibility on us. And most Christians don't want that. They want to put it on God. Is it working back there, guys? You got okay. The, the word is to be in your mouth. So scriptures don't work till I say them. Scriptures don't work till I say them. You need a daily confession list. You need a daily confession list. You know, Evander Holyfield, y'all know who Evander is, right? And uh, Evander is going to be one of our guest speakers at the Marketplace Ministry in March of next year. Evander Holyfield, world heavyweight champion for four times. And, and Evander, you know what he sends to me every day? His confessions of the word. He sends to me his, what he's confessing that day, the word that he's confessing. It don't work until you put it in your mouth. The word is nigh thee even in your mouth, and then it gets in your, got to go from your head to your heart. Got to get from, I know that, preacher, I learned that going up. How's that working for you? You got to get it from your head to your heart, and you do that with your big, fat mouth then thy mouth gets in your heart. That is the word of discouragement, the word of defeat, the word of despair, the word of a victim. No, the word of faith, which we preach at Church on the Rock. Verse 9. Just kind of put that in there. That if you will confess, who's got to do it? We have to do it. If you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, then you're going to believe it in your that God has raised him from the dead, then you will be saved. Incarnation, wow. Crucifixion, resurrection, salvation. Wow. We go from being redeemed. If you're a note taker, I'd write this down. We go from redeemed to righteousness. We go from righteousness to resisting. We go from resisting to reigning. As kings, we go from reigning to receiving. Well, that's the Christian walk right there. It's the four R's, right? The four R's. 
So, so first we get born again, we're redeemed, but we don't stop there. We got to find out who we are. We're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We got to go from redeem to righteousness. And then what was the next one? Reigning. That's finding out your authority of the believer, how, how you are to control your environment and don't let it control you. So you rule and reign as a king. And then the next one was what? Resisting. You got to know how, how to tell the devil where to go. Why don't you just tell the devil to go to hell? Can I say that? And church is because that's his future. All right. And, and then we go from resisting to what? Receiving. We're reigning. And then we're we're reigning. We're resisting. Y'all confusing me now. Praise God. And then the last one is receiving the promises of God. Okay. So if you'll confess with your mouth uh, the Lord Jesus and you'll believe in your heart that God has raised from the dead, thank you, Lord, you will be saved. Verse 10. Verse 10. For with the heart you believe, please extract that. Please get that. Most Christians don't know that. I've been a Christian for 50 years. I've heard more Christians say, I heard that before, Pastor. And they're living a defeated life because they think knowing it is enough. Knowing it from Sunday school is not enough. For with the heart you believe, not with your head, not with your head, not with your head, not with your head. It's with your heart. How do I get it from my head to my heart? You tell me, church, with your mouth, with your mouth. How do I get it from my head to my heart? Where do I believe my head or my heart? Your heart. For with the heart, man believes into righteousness and with the mouth confession, confession, that's affirmation, declaring what you're saying daily. Confession is made unto salvation. Next verse, guys, I think it's Job. Can anything good come out of Job? Job. Well, y'all are really a hard group. Hopefully the next group will be more merciful than y'all are. We're really making the pastor sweat up here. Amen. So now watch this. This is cool. This is the oldest book in the Bible. The book of Job is the oldest book in the Bible. Acquaint yourself now with him. Agree with God. How do you agree with God? You find out what he has said and you say it boldly. You find out what he has said, Bible, word, promises, 7,000, and you begin to say it, you're agreeing with God. And you know what that does? That brings you closer. Daniel has got a song on his album called Closer. Notice when you and I agree with God and what he has said, I'm going to find out, and I'm going to start saying it over my family, my finances, my future, my health, my relationships. And guess what? Agree with God. Show yourself to be conformed to his will, not my will, and you will be at peace. Peace will come. You're drinking, you're chewing, you're going with girls that are doing. <laughs> you're looking for, I'm, I'm working, yeah, I'm trying. But, but you're doing everything you can do to get peace, and you're not finding it. Why? Because you got to find out what he has said. Acquaint yourself. Get to know. you got to find out what he has said. And then you boldly say it. And you become agreeable with his will, not your will. And all the frustration and the distractions and the broken focus and the hurt and pain leaves. And peace comes. And what follows peace? Prosperity. Even in 2023. And you will prosper. And what else is going to happen? Good is coming your way. Turn to somebody and tell them peace. Come on, turn to somebody and say peace, prosperity, and good 
is coming your way. Peace, prosperity, and good is coming your way. Can we stop and give God praise for this? Come on, somebody. Honolulu, Jalapeno, glory to God. Verse 20, next verse, verse 28. Okay, so notice if we find out what he has said, and then we boldly say it, whoa, as the team comes out, it gets rid of loneliness. Are you lonely? Roy Oberson, only the lonely. If you know that, you're a heathen, praise the Lord. And then it gets rid of not only loneliness, it gets rid of what? Fear. Because fear is connected to what you're saying. If you say the Lord's your helper and God is for you, guess what? It says you will fear no evil. That's what it said. Right? Okay. And then what else? We just found out what else happens. When you find out what the word says, the Bible says, and you agree with it, what happens? What comes to you? Peace. What the world needs now is peace. It's peace. And then what What comes else? Increase. It's not blunt, Job 20, uh, 20, whatever. It's Job, the Bible. And then prosperity comes. Peace. You got to rethink. You got to reset. You got to wash out your mind with the word. And so prosperity comes. And what beyond that? Good things. So really, Oral Roberts wasn't off. When Oral Roberts, for his little phrase he was known for, religious people hated him for that. But he would always say, something good is going to happen to me. That's the B-I-B-L-E. You just read it. Now, if you're struggling with that, can't get your mind wrapped around that, you're running with the wrong people, you're listening to the wrong things, and you're saying the wrong things. You need to get your mind wrapped around that. God is for you. God has a plan of purpose for your life. God only wants to do good for you and not harm you and not hurt you. So what are we supposed to do? Decide and then decree. You got to decide which direction you want your life to go. You got to decide, you know, what you want, what you want to become. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be known for? Who do you want to be? You got to decide who you want to be, the legacy you want to live, the impact you want to make. Who do you want to be? You got to decide the lifestyle. Who do you want to be? And then what do you do? Once you decide, then you start saying it. You start decreeing it. Notice you decide. Look at the scripture, everybody. You decree and then it's established for you. It doesn't come to pass until you say it. Now, I told you, you start with saying and end up believing, but you don't stop there. Then you keep saying, and the fourth step is now you're receiving. You got to keep saying until you believe it. Then once you know and you're knower, and nobody can beat it out of you with a baseball bat, then you say it, then the mountain is moved. Then you receive it. But notice, it's not established till you decree it. You got to decree, my home is a refuge. You got to decree, I am redeemed. You got to decree, I am the righteousness of God. You got to decree, I resist the devil and he flees. You got to decree, I reign as a king in life. You got to decree, I'm receiving the promises of God. That's your takeaway. You got to say it before you see it. Look, everyone say decree and then say established. It's not established till you start saying it. 
Nothing changes until you change what you're saying. Nothing changes your marriage, your money, your health, your future, your sleep. Nothing changes until you change what you're saying. And then look at this. And the favor of God will come on your ways. I want the favor of God because the favor of God will do for you and me. The favor of God will take us where you and me, we can't go on our own. We need the favor of God. There are some things, and I close with this. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. The beginning and the ending are always the most important. The beginning and the ending are always the most important. Don't miss it. There are things in your life and my life will never happen, never take place without the favor of God on our life. And the favor of God comes on your life in a greater degree when you find out what he has said and you start saying it boldly. I'm done. Did you get something today? Come on. Come on. Give the Lord all the praise. What is your next step in your faith? Well, here at Church on the Rock, we would love to help you. Maybe it's to learn more about discovering what it means to belong to a church family, being part of a small group, or using your God-given gifts to serve others. Head over to cotr.org slash next steps where you can find out more to all of these. Or if you're a part of our online community, visit us at cotr.org slash online. Have a great week and don't forget that God is for you.